Good morning. Welcome on this Tuesday morning to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If you've been following along, we have been learning and studying about three little words, in the spirit. And one of the things that we had mentioned a couple of days back, we had mentioned the timing that God has, God's timing. He has what I would call his divine eternal calendar, which he includes man in it. And then there are the times and the seasons that he has for man himself. You have to remember, God is eternal. That means there is no time for him. We are a temporal human being. We are bound both in space and in time. Therefore, God has assigned to man seasons and times and hours where certain things are to take place in our lives or in the lives of others. Some things may be bypassed and some things cannot be bypassed. Some things are essential and some things will basically lament because we've missed the timing for that season or for that thing that was supposed to be for our lives. Let's take an example. God had told Abraham that his seed would be in a strange land where there would be a strange king, where they would be in slavery and bound for 400 years, and then that they would come out with riches. I mean, full riches. Well, as soon as the Pharaoh that knew Joseph died, the Bible says another Pharaoh rose that did not know Joseph and started to enslave the people. So for 400 years, they prayed and they prayed and they prayed and they prayed and they they cried out. And God heard their cry. He saw their affliction. He saw the taskmasters. He saw what they were doing to them. But yet the answer to the timing of that prayer did not come until 400 years later. And even then, when Moses tried to intervene, and do it on his own 40 years earlier at the age of 40, it was not the time yet. It was not the season. Therefore, God had him prepared out there in the desert, in the wilderness, for 40 more years. Then it was time for him to come and for God to demonstrate to the entire nation of Egypt his power, his glory, his hand. And of course, uh, at the end, just like God had promised, The prayers were answered, but it took 400 years. And they did come out of Egypt as a free people. They also came out with riches, with silver and gold. But nonetheless, it was in God's timing. Now, when it's concerning us as individuals and in our daily walk, then let's go to Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 1. To everything... There is a season. That means there is an appointed time. It's set. You cannot change it. To everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose. Every purpose. Every pleasure. Every valuable thing. Every matter. Everything that sometimes, you know, comes in the mind, every desire, everything 
There is a time to every purpose. I mean, nobody gets married at the age of two years old. It's not the time. You may say, well, it's springtime. You know, that's the time when it's April. People get married. (laughs) You're both out of season and you're out of time. Because to everything there is a season and there is a purpose under heaven. And we're going to see how the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus and in the life of an individual and in the life of an entire nation, how he works these things. He weaves them together to make a tapestry that is absolutely priceless of what is imprinted on that tapestry of our lives being weaved in there as one single thread at a time and the life of another and the life of another eventually developing the beauty of what is printed out or what is actually made. In the book of Exodus in chapter 23, in verse 15, it says, Thou shalt keep, telling the nation of Israel, the feast of unleavened bread. Thou shalt eat unleavened bread seven days as I command thee. In the appointed time of the month of Abid. For in it thou cameth out of Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty. In verse 16 he says, And the feast of harvest, the first fruits of thy labors, which thou hast sown in the field, and the feast of ingatherings, which is the end of the year, when thou hast gathered uh, in thy labors out of the field, Three times in a year, all thy males shall appear before the Lord. Notice their appointed season. They could not change them. Now let's go a little bit more individualized. What seasons are you entering in? Have you been able to discern the seasons of your life and also the timings of the Holy Spirit in your life? Are you entering in right now into a season of plowing? Or planting, or producing, or picking the harvest. Knowing where you're at in these seasons and the timing is crucial because it will prevent you from missing out on both what God has and delaying the blessings that God has for your life by being out of synchronization with His timing and with with His seasons. At the same time, Do you know what time it is? Is it day? Is it night? Is it time to rise up? Is it time to go to sleep? Is it time to eat? Is it time to work? In other words, we have to know also the time that we're in. And this Jesus practiced and showed us through and by the Holy Spirit in the scriptures. And it'll probably take a couple of of mornings to cover this. But here's an example. John 9, 4. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. In John 11, 9, Jesus said, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If a man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of the world, of this world. But, verse 10, If a man walk in the night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. Now remember, 
He's talking about something in us. He's not talking about uh, just simply saying, well, can't you just get a lantern or a candle? He's not talking about that. Then it says in Ecclesiastics in chapter 3, verse 2, going back to timing, there is a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. And look at what the scripture says in Hebrews 9.27 uh, as it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this the judgment. There is an appointment, a day which must be kept in God's calendar and for us, in which we will either stand before the beam of judgment of Jesus Christ or stand before the great white throne judgment of God Almighty. Paul went on to say that there were those that prematurely are actually entering into their destiny uh, without it being fulfilled. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30, he says, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. In other words, you're dying before your time. And of course, the verse before that, verse 29, it talks about not understanding how to discern the Lord's body. In Romans chapter 14, verse 10, it says, But why does thou judge thy brother or why dost thou uh, set at nothing thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And in Revelation uh, twenty twelve, it says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, in which the book... Of, <clears throat> which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of that book. From those things which were written in the books according to their works. Now here's a fascinating scripture. In Amos, it says in chapter 9, verse 13. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the threader of grapes, him that soweth the seed. And the mountain shall drop with the sweet wine, and all the hills shall melt. If you stop and think about it, the person that's breaking up the ground, the plowman, then you have to have the, the one that is, is planting the seed. And then you have to have the, the time when it's produced and grows, and then it has to be picked. But it says, all of a sudden, in that time and season, something is skipped, and you just jump over the next thing. Well, I see we're running out of time. With the Lord's help, tomorrow we will continue on Amos 9.13. Until then, dwell, think upon these things, and let them go down deep into your heart. In Jesus' name, amen.